Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, Warriors defeat the Dolphins 30-8. to uh, Wow, what an incredible victory. I understand, you know, people rested, whatever. I just loved this because it was at home. It's one of those victories where they've had, like, gritty wins at home. One of those victories where the home fans, you know, we have to remember they went through so much in regards to that two-year period or even two-and-a-half year. They just got to experience their team just dominate another team. You know, we won this game. We don't have to stress about, you know, the whole 80 minutes. We get to about the 60 or 70th minute. The game's in the bag. Let's enjoy this victory. The Warriors were absolutely outstanding with it. Sean Johnson clinical. And as you said, like, for the Warriors fans to enjoy it at home, as you said, SJ putting on a clinic and, and AFB just being the alpha on the field, mm. which I'm not a Warriors fan, but I think, I think that's all they want. Yeah. They want SJ to put on a show and they want AFB to be... You know, top five front row, which, to be fair, like his form over the last few weeks, like we, we always praise him, say he's underrated, but the last few weeks he has been on another level. He is just, it's almost, I feel like it's like a round origin time. It's almost like pisses him off that yeah. there's all this hype around these other mm. players. Meanwhile, he's at New Zealand carrying this forward pack into top eight against all odds, doesn't get anywhere near the reps he deserves. And he's just... What I love about Adam Fanoel Blake's game is it's so he's got so many weapons. Like he can hit in defence, he can get through a mountain of work if you want. He doesn't miss many tackles. He's got a late footwork. He's got an offload. Like he's he's really the most one of the most well-rounded front rowers in the game. Uh, and lately, he's just been doing it week in, week out. And I, I honestly, if I'm being honest, when he left Manly for Warriors, I was a bit concerned that it was big money contract. Get to uh, I know he grew up in Australia, but, you know, gets to New Zealand, chills out, gets the big coin, and doesn't really kick on the way we, we thought he would. Now, he had a few injuries here or there, but I just love the fact that he's kicked on and arguably gotten even better since heading to the, the Warriors. I completely agree, and I would have almost put money on he was going to regress when he went there. It mm. just the, the move didn't seem like a good fit to me. It seemed just – it's honestly, it seemed like he could get a big wicket, 
at a club that needed a front rower, and he took it. And you've got to remember as well that at the period that he signed was when New Zealand were playing out of Australia. Mm. So even I questioned, Jesus, is he going to go back to New Zealand? Is he going to is he going to be all in there? And uh, he's done he's done incredibly well. And he's you know like you've obviously got SJ who's the face, but he's not far behind AFB. And and what I'm loving about these new Warriors is this: we're starting to get those crowd favourite cult heroes back. Mm. With Tani Zalesniak. You've got, uh, obviously, SJ, Adam Fnall Blake. Like, it, it's reminding me of the days of, like, your Francis Melly or, yeah. you know, Marnie when he was at his peak. I'm not saying that these are as good, but I'm just saying that, like, those players that... Like, for example, with Tenny Zelezniak, he can have an error or two in his game, but some of the runs he takes, they are, they're like Carmichael Hunt-esque. Like, he just beelines it, and it gets the people on the edge of their feet. And it is, ironically, even though this is the new Warriors... They actually do reflect that kind of early 2000, hyper-aggressive, very confident, willing to throw the ball if they have to. Uh, and also, just quietly, that jersey is <laughs> so sexy. It is so sexy. Um, mate, I'm loving it. And like Luke Metcalf, he's been solid, okay, relatively quiet. He's only going to get better and better. We have to. This is a side without Tomato Martin in it. Like They're missing their main six, and Metcalf is the next guy up. And he's only going to get better and better. Uh, Charles Nick Klukstad was fantastic. Wade Egan, he's getting better. It, it is just an exciting, exciting time for the Warriors. And as you said, how good those those jerseys were. I love them. And I just think the Warriors, what are they doing wrong at the moment? Like they're getting the very best out of everyone that's arrived there. Their kits are always unreal. I find myself posting about a, a Warriors jersey every two to three weeks. And then I just, mate, I and you know we probably appreciate it more than most, but... Their social media and everything, it is off the charts, the oh, Warriors. Mate. It is unreal. And you might not think it's important now, but soon you'll realise how important it is. Oh, the next generation of fan, that's how they engage That's with it. it. Like, yeah. I remember actually, even me, like, I'm, I'm older. And so I had the Morning Glory with Matty Johns. And me and Webby were going back and forth on Ben Hunt. And basically, he said, oh, well, Ben Hunt, you know, he's considering, considering his future. And I was like, yeah, look, I... I came through with Ben Hunt. There's no way that I can see him asking for an early release. Uh, it just doesn't seem like that kind of bloke. And Webby was like, no, no, he literally said it. It's been quoted. And like, because I don't really consume mainstream media, I just haven't seen it. And so the younger generation, they just don't really consume it the same way. They get everything off social media. So it's so important that your social media is on point, on point. Uh, and that's coming from someone that like, it's, I don't read – like, I go on websites. I don't really read papers and that. Like, I read all the news, and even I miss that because a lot of it comes from social media. I'd love to know if some point the organisation, the Warriors being you know, in New Zealand, away from everyone else, if they just thought, what can be our point of difference? Yeah. And if, and if it has been a strategy to – and I'm, I'm sure it has been to some extent, but I just think the optics of everything they do – and it just embraces who the Warriors are as well. Yeah. We know The best of the Warriors is throw the ball around, be exciting, and that's exactly what – their social media, their branding, their jerseys, it all just represents that. Yeah, 100%. They're, they're, they're almost becoming the coolest in the air I didn't want to say cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, sounds it sounds stupid, cringe. but they're cool as fuck. Yeah, it, it sounds cringe, but they, there is a swagger. Yeah. You know you know what? It's like Penrith a couple of years ago when they came in with this kind of they're, – they're, they're nowhere near as brash as Penrith, like Penrith very in your face, but there is this kind of swagger and coolness and style and substance to what they do that – it's just enjoyable to watch. And, you know, like Penrith is a really good example because Penrith 
win every single game, they win grand finals, they do all that. The Warriors haven't been, and they just they keep owning who they are. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I love that they didn't start putting out cool videos, lose a few games, and go, oh shit. Yeah, let's bring it back. it back. Yeah, yeah. I um, Timmy, what do you reckon, mate? Mm. Yeah, I, just, I enjoyed that exchange, to be honest, of just getting around the wires. <laughs> thought it would be your worst nightmare. Yeah, it was great. Social media chat. I mean, Andrew Webb's just fast putting together. I've put this headgear on too tight, and I'm, like, deafened to myself. Andrew Webb's just fast putting together a season, and I don't want to go the early crow on it, but uh, Craig Fitzgibbon last year, Todd Payton, these new first-time NRL coaches who he's taken aside who no one had any – expectation to probably make the top eight this year early days but they're looking every bit of top eight side at the moment and yeah. and you said they there was a real statement game on the weekend that they didn't just win but they won well they looked quite comfortable and you mentioned uh, AFB and mentioned a lot of his attributes this well in particular this season but the Warriors pack to me reminds me a little bit of Parramatta last year like the interchanging of like ball players between Torhu Harris and Adam Fanua Blake Dylan Walker their ability to just go from one side to the other off the back of these link men is mm. so elite. They, yeah. It's a side that is really well-rounded. We've seen this year their depth is outstanding. I think they could be playing finals footy. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. And I'll be one million percent honest. You can go back and look at it. When the season started, I was like, literally said... I feel like recruitment-wise, they've just gone like for like. I feel like, have they really <laughs> gone into the market and gotten players that are way better than all the players they're releasing. Actually, Maddie, could you get a list up of the players they released? So, like, you got Lodge. They lost Walsh. They lost Reese Walsh. <laughs> we haven't spoken about that all year long. That's insane. We're talking about the guy that just had one of the best debuts, you know, not one of the best debuts ever, but a really, really good debut. We'd, we have not discussed the fact that the Warriors lost him last year. At the start of the year, we were talking about Reese Walsh was gone. Where did the points come from in this side? Mm. And, and then, we underestimated Sean Johnson becoming the best half in the NRL again. <laughs> okay, so do you want their both or just their losses? All their losses. Okay. Ewan Aiken, Reese Walsh, Ellie Katoa, Aaron Penne, Jack Murchie, Ben Murdoch Masala, and then a couple of other lower players. Speak to say the lower players as well. Uh, Taniela Otukolo and Otu Kenny Kina Kepu. So you always had. 10? Is that 10 in total? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So that's it's a big clean out. Like that's a, like to come into this year, eight whole complete, you know, players of your squad, like six of them are starters. And it's not like you and Aiken's gone and played poorly at the Dolphins. Or- I think it's important to, to name who they got as well because you're right, it, it did seem very likes-alike. So the, the, the gains were Nikore, Metcalf, Dill Walker, Mitch Barnett, Chance, Tamara Martin, Jackson Ford and Willie Army. Dill Walker injured? Tomato Martin injured. Mm. Like, Barnett, first game back on the weekend in a mate, good, good it is stretch. Seriously impressive. And, you know, and Seraldo's doing good things at the Dogs as well, like for sure. But I think we're really seeing that this error of dominance for Penrith, Andrew Webster had his hands on that just as much as Seraldo did. Yeah. You know, just as much. And you're right, in regards to their attack, like, what I love about it is it's not just a bash and barge, like, it's a well-rounded attack. Like, they can strip you for numbers with some really slick play that is up there with some of the slickest play. Like, Sean Johnson squaring players up, it's as good as anyone in the comp at the moment, you know? Whereas, you know, a few years ago, you would say, oh, okay, he struggles to square people up because he's always looking to step or he's always looking to, you know, run overs or... Whereas he's just been so good. And, and, I, and again, I, 
I can't express it you. Like Luke Metcalf, if he hits his straps and his potential, all of a sudden it's X factor across the whole park. Tomorrow, Martin, due back potentially this week, probably after the round 16 bye. Mm. What happens? You're the uh, the Warriors guru. I think it's after the bye, and yeah. I think Martin takes the spot back. Yeah, I think Tomato Martin. But what I would love to see is Tomato Martin essentially, as the next 18 months progress, he becomes almost the dominant <coughs> ball player. Mm. And then you can have a, him at seven, Metcalf at six. Now, Tomato Martin... He, I don't think he's played much seven, but I actually think he's got enough footy skill to be a seven. Um, he can be a seven. I think he can be a seven. Then you've got Falkman there as well, who's also a young gun. We've also got um, CHT returning next year too. Yeah. Schnell. Oh, fuck. There you go. CHT. Mate, a spot. So they're coming into next year with two of us. CHT returning. Like, mate. RTS, CHT. AFB, DWZ. <laughs> CHN? CHN. No, no, CN. CN. CNK. CNK. There you go. Hey? Um, when you have a look, like, the latter at the moment, because some teams have had one buyer, some teams have had two, some teams have none. I mean, the Panthers currently, they've played 12 games, they've won eight. The Warriors have played 13, they've won seven. Mm. But they're not that far off. I mean, like, <clears throat> honestly, if they've they got seven wins, same as the Sharks and the Storm. Yeah. If they keep this trajectory, like if, if this truly is a reflection of how good of a coach Webster is, I think that in the next three to four years, we'll see him in a prelim. Like if they keep this trajectory, I don't I, – I, look, they could make a prelim <coughs> this year. Not, but at the moment, I'd probably have them just, you know, first week of finals. But you get a guy like Roger Tovas check in, you get another year with SJ that's gone un- incredibly. I just – I think that they're building into something – that we haven't really seen since maybe Ivan Cleary's time. Um, it, again, it's it's very early. It's only half a season. But I, I just think it's a new look. I really think everyone's buying in. The formula is there for them to get the job to continue improving. You know, and then when you look at their team, like Pompey is, Pompey is relatively young. Rocco Berry is relatively young. Montoya, I think, what, 25, 26? That's what I was just about to say. Like, if you, you said to me, could this team be around in two years' time? Realistically, the only one is SJ, who's going to be 34. Would you rule SJ out the way he's going well, out not of playing now. 34? Not, not, not at the moment. You'd have to like Tor, who's 31, he's still <coughs> got a few more years to go. All the rest of them are all they're all in a real sweet spot as far as age goes. Yeah, yeah. you talk about like if they make the finals this season, huge result for them. Mm. And I think we're probably all relatively similar, but you know, if they play finals and would get knocked out first week of finals, you'd be like, all right, good season. I don't want heat more pressure on his shoulder because he's defied all expectations, Sean Johnson, but if he can maintain the form that he's played in recent weeks, maybe they can go deeper. Yeah. Because... I wouldn't be surprised. One of the best halves in the game on... Go- like, his game of the weekend was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Form-wise, he's one of the best sevens in the yeah. world. Right now, form-wise. It'd be great to see, hopefully, Webby pinch a winner from Penrith at some point too. Mm. <coughs> Just bring over there. Yeah. Like, that'd be... Well, that's the thing though. Like, if they if they make the finals this year, mm. recruitment... And then you've got two of our shit coming back. Recruitment all of a sudden becomes like, oh, we're not just going over to get the big contract with the Warriors. Like, we're going over there because this team is building towards a premiership, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, like, you have a look at this game on the weekend. Like, Sean Johnson scored the first two tries. One was in the fifth minute. The other one was in the 53rd minute. The yeah. Wires went 50 minutes without scoring and didn't panic. Didn't just panic. thought, we'll hang in this game. Yeah. Points will come. And, good God, didn't they come? And I know there's some people say, well, Dolphins are missing players. The Warriors are missing players as well. So, I don't... Um, 
Yeah, great win for the Warriors. Really exciting times. On to the Dolphins. Obviously disappointing. Obviously disappointing. Uh, but I think we have to remember where this team come from at the start of the year. Uh, they'll bounce back. We know they will. We know they. That's almost like they've built in such a reputation in such a quick amount of time. I have no doubt in my mind that they'll be, if it's not next week, the week after, they'll be back. What we saw on the weekend from the Dolphins is what I expected to see from the Dolphins every weekend. And it took losing their halfback, their fullback, their hooker, and their two best forwards. Mm. Yeah. And go all the way over to New Zealand. <laughs> and go to New Zealand. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's insane what they've managed to do. And, and what I love is, is that they've built such a strong reputation. A lot of people, let's say this game happened without everything they've done previously, you'd be like, oh, here we go. The nosedive is coming for the club. I don't feel that one bit like I am confident that they'll be back to their gritty best within a couple of weeks like I, I watched a team on the weekend that's a new franchise without three out of four of their spine players and I'll be honest with you I was disappointed that's the standard they've yeah. set for them like I thought they'd win this game of football once you saw the hooker got ruled out it worried me but I still thought you know what Wayne and these boys they'll find a way to compete in this yeah it's it's crazy um Jermaine Asako <laughs> seriously is killing it Okay, so this game, in, the, in a losing game, he had a try, 20 runs, 278 metres, 63 post contact, nine tackle breaks, four line breaks, a line break assist, two offloads, seven tackles, only one miss. Made a couple errors here or there, but I mean, I, I still cannot believe how good he is playing. You know what else is really interesting? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Like we've obviously got, you know, the, the international game starting to grow. And I remember getting to the end of the World Cup last year and going with the Kiwis. It's a very good side. They don't have a goal kicker. Mm. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's emerged now. He's a sharpshooter yeah. as well. He's going to come in handy for them yeah. heavily. Des- desperate for a goal kicker. <laughs> oh, mate. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Sarko, arguably former in the NRL. And if he wasn't a goal kicker, you would still pick him in this yeah. team without a doubt. But he's got that to his bow as well. so good. And I'm just so happy to see a guy that... He could have been lost to the game. Like he could, he could have gone back, played Q Cup, not got a club, then said, well, "Why am I doing this when I've got to start building a career after footy? I've got to start getting, you know, my trade or going to uni, and and I can't risk getting injured at, you know, playing Q Cup or New South Wales Cup." To probably the form winger of the competition right now. If the Dolphins came along two years later, I, I genuinely think there's a good chance his career's over. It's, uh, honestly. I wouldn't argue that hard against it. That's that's how I don't I don't think you could get a club. And it just shows you that yes, obviously it's always the player's responsibility to play well. There's no denying that. But sometimes it isn't just the player's fault for why they're playing the way they're playing. Certain coaches sometimes hinder players' career and hinder their form. Um, and then certain coaches Get the best out of players, and I think Jermaine Asako and Wayne Bennett is that combination. Wouldn't you love to hear from Bennett say why did you sign him? What did you see? I mean, we know what he saw. Like, the bloke, when he's on, he's one of the best wingers in the game, but consistency was always the issue. So, Wayne, what did you see in him? Why did you sign him? Why did you think you could turn him around? 
How did you turn him around? Yeah. Because he's a good player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what he give you. Yeah, give you nothing. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate it. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a team that rolled out with Jared Wallace as their number nine, and yeah. even when they did that, I was like, they'll find a way. It'll work. It'll work, and it, yeah. it worked for a lot of the game. You know, they stayed in it for quite a while. Um, so, look, uh, in regards to suspensions, Milford, massive brain explosion. Massive. I think that's a, that's a, uh, a symptom of probably him being told. Everything needs to be hyper-aggressive. That's how you get yourself mm. in the game. Uh, massive round of So I see that. The Jared Wallace mm. one, three weeks. Man, maybe he has prize and that's why it's three weeks. I, I, don't know if, I know it was a shoulder charge. Uh, I don't know if it's worth three weeks. So maybe he's got loading. What do you boys reckon? I tend to agree with you. Yeah. Bit tough? Yes, I think so. Definitely. And Milford's so disappointing because similar in, I suppose, some ways, not as intense, but... To Sean Johnson and it's just a bit of a redemption year. He'd come back and he was starting to play some really good footy. Now, look, he may not have even been there next week because Hammer comes back. They had Nicarima who would have probably gone back to the half. So they would have had this three-way battle between Nicarima, Milf and Katoa and one of them would have had to drop out. But oh, I thought he was really starting to get there, Milf, mm. and now he's rubbed out for three to four weeks. Yeah. Tough gig, tough gig. Uh, Just so a little cool, cool moment in that game before we move on. Wayne Bennett hands a debut to Max Plath, um, who in 1990, he handed a debut to his father. That's oh. so weird and crazy. How good is that? Yeah, That's what rugby league is all about.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 